You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. We now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. Straight up 9 o'clock on the Mike Calvin Show. It's 1025 The Bone. When you uh, buy windows and doors, you don't want to buy them from a kitchen and bath company. Weathertight Windows specializes in windows and door replacement for homes, for your business, for your manufactured home, your town home. You even have a high-rise condo, they can do it. They're the number one replacement window and door company in all of Tampa Bay. And the best part is you order your windows now, no money down, no interest, and you don't have to pay anything until the day of installation, and you're getting the best windows because they use PGT windows. And you get a rebate, a $100 rebate with every window you buy and a $200 rebate for every door panel you buy, and they all come with a lifetime warranty. Now, your home is usually your largest investment that you're going to make, so why trust replacing your windows and doors to anybody but a company that specializes in windows and doors, and that is Weathertight Windows. Call my man, Weathertight Mike. Go to his website, weathertightwindows.com. That is weathertightwindows.com. Make sure you tell them that you heard about it on this show and bring the guys some cookies for the love of God. It is Weathertight Windows. Uh, we just talked about the story that you may have seen on the news yesterday, that you may have read in the paper, and uh, it's happening still uh, around the country. It's called swatting, and now it happened to somebody we know. Let's welcome to the show Manson, uh, better known as Mike Waters. Mike, Manson, how are you, buddy? And what's going on, man? So, so uh, well, let me just tell you the weird part is that, and I don't even know if you know this, but Netflix has a uh, a Ron Howard series that's on right now. Are you aware of this? Uh, no, I'm not. It, it's a it's a bunch of different shows they did, and one of them, my wife tells me just over the weekend, she goes to me, "Hey, have you ever heard of a thing called swatting?" And I go, "Yeah, I know what it is. Why?" And she goes, "Because there's this thing on Netflix, and it's a story about how uh, there was a swatting incident somewhere in the country, and." Uh, they, the kid that did it stayed on and the cop shot the kid who, uh, didn't have anything to do anything. And she was explaining it all to me. And then we started talking about stories that I heard and then boom, the next day this happens to you. Now, in your case, you're not playing video games. You were doing your internet show, correct? Oh yeah. We were just wrapping. I think the swatter really blew it because I think the whole pro- uh, you know, purpose of swatting is to get, you know, somebody live and you get to watch them get swatted, you know, right, on their right. stream. Right. And we wrap up at 11, and it was about 10.55, and I wrapped up a... Well, Donna heard something outside. My wife, Donna, she was... We were, me, Donna, and Berlin were doing the show, and she heard the dogs bark. And we're like, oh, Trace is here, because dogs always bark when Trace is here. Right. She gets up to check on it, and me and Berlin talk for about two minutes, and then I hear the dogs bark again. I'm like, oh, Trace is coming in the door. All hell is fixing to break loose. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and then all hell broke loose, because uh, Donna, when she walked out the first time, uh, she said she she walked out the door and she looked to her left and uh, down the side of the porch there was a cop with a with a rifle pointed at her. Oh and then, wow! <laughs> and then in the front yard there was another cop with a rifle and they were like hands up, <laughs> you know. And they took it, you know, and they made her walk to the squad car. And then me and Berlin, you know, a couple of minutes later we're like, what? Where happened to mom? And we look out the the windows and we're like, you know, I see a cop with a shield. And I was like, what? A cop with a shield? And I, we see Donna's, you know, with the cops. And I'm like. 
well, this isn't normal. And Berlin's like, let's put the dogs up. And I was like, well, that's a great idea. So we put the dogs up. And she goes, I'm going out. And I was like, all right, let's go out. And as soon as you take one step out the door, they're like, hands up. Oh, it's screaming at you. Oh, yeah, with rifles pointed. And, you know, it's Holy. like. Holy. Do, you, you know, do you immediately said, start thinking in your head what of all the things you did wrong in the last 20 years and wondering if something caught up to you? Oh, <laughs> I think a lot about that. I, yeah. I, don't about, I don't think about something catching up to me. I think of somebody, maybe a specific person catching up to me, but that's about all. <laughs> well, like I, one time I flew in from Miami to uh, Tampa, and I picked up my luggage at the rack, and the voice over the speaker says, make sure you check your luggage. I'll look at it. And I had borrowed a, a, a piece of luggage from one of my fraternity brothers, so I matched my ticket to my thing. And the next thing you know, these guys just came out of the woodwork, and they were like, they had shields, and they were like, can we check your luggage? And I go, what, what did I do? And they go, hey, you just look suspicious. You're in the middle. And I start thinking, oh, my God, what do I have in this bag? Do I have I had like a bootleg concert video? I thought that one of my fraternity <laughs> brothers have some leftover cocaine in there. Like, I'm starting to freak out on what it could be in there. So I'm just saying, like, I know I know you've been smoking weed for a long time, so I know I know it's legal now, but I, I right away would be like, did I have weed somewhere? I'd just be, everything I ever did wrong would be running through my head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's just an, an interesting and weird feeling to have cops to walk yeah. out of your house and have guns pointed at you and cops say, you know, hands in there. So really, and then once we got outside, you know, behind the squad car and they had to clear the house, it's just like, I got six dogs and I got two or three big ones and they don't, you know, we don't get a lot of visitors out here. They're going to, they're going to, you know, my dogs so are going to get shot. Yeah. They're going to get shot. I mean, that was all of our, all of our, you know, thing was, we're going to, but these guys were really good and they were really cool. And they were like, we're going to take care of your dogs. We're not going to shoot them. <laughs> even yeah. though my wife, even though Donna said they're going to shoot, like, don't shoot our dogs. Don't shoot our dogs. <laughs> you know, they were like, they were like, man, please be quiet. We can't hear the walkie talkies. <laughs> so, so they were told, that you had shot your wife. Like, that's what the swatter called and said, hey, this guy is here and he killed his wife or he's holding her hostage. What do they say? They say it was a talk to text, and the guy said that he had a disability, so he couldn't call in. Mm. And he said that he killed it. Yeah, it was me, and he had killed his wife. And, you know, there was like an armed hostage situation. The irony here, by the way, Manson, the most pussy-whipped guy you'll ever meet in your life, <laughs> loves his wife more than anything. Uh, okay, so then, and they think that they're coming in there to a murder scene now where you may be holding other people hostage. Exactly. So they're, they're you know, they're, I mean, there was ambulances, fire trucks, you know, all, there was cops walking, you know, in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah, it's it, pretty crazy, you know, seeing and you do live on like a small farm kind of place, so it's it's a lot of land and it's tucked away. So it's not like you're just rolling up into a uh, a neighborhood like where there's you know houses just touching each other. I mean, they had to get in there and they had to probably get the place surrounded. They probably had enough get get enough people in there to cover all your area. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the neighborhood, you know, neighbors think we're a bunch of real dirt bags. <laughs> Walk, walking out of our houses with our hands up. <laughs> they, and they were like, I always wonder what they were doing in there. So exactly. Now, so now what, I mean, to me, I would want to find the person that did this and I'd want to choke them to death. But uh, what do they say the chances of that are? That, you know, it's, it's pretty much a crapshoot and probably not, you know, they're probably not. With the new technology, you know, the spoofing and all this stuff, I bet it's pretty hard. Yeah. And. And, you know, I doubt they will, but it'd be great if they did. I'd love it. Yeah, because it was, so you're now, you're doing a show on, is it on Twitch or is it on the internet? Where, where do they find, where do people find it? 
Uh, we are we are live every morning on Twitch dot Twitch TV forward slash Cluster F Show. It's a mouthful. Yeah, but I'm Twitch. sure I'm sure if you Google it, it's probably easier to find. Hopefully, Twitch TV forward slash Cluster F Show, or you can just go to clusterfshow.com. Does it repeat Next during the day? Um, you can go if you subscribe to our, our Twitch channel. You can watch the video any any time you want. Yeah, so watch it after ten. You don't have to watch it in the morning. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm encouraging you to watch it. But it's, Watch it later. Yeah, every day at 11 would be a great time to tune in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially now when you never know what's going to happen over there. God, you know, <laughs> I, w- I wish it had been live. I mean, if you get, it's going to happen to you. It might as well happen live. Yeah. You, know, you get the guy. I mean, because that footage would have been, oh, that footage would have been so good for the news. You know, if you're in entertainment, you know, my daughter and, and Donna, my wife are sitting there. You know, they're shaking and they're. It's over. The dogs are okay. And I'm like, hey, how can we get this to the news? (laughs) (laughs) Let's maximize the the situation. But, you know, the other good thing is that you can now kill your wife, and the cops will be like, no, we're not going out there. It's, uh, It's probably fake. I mean, I'd, I'd be lying if I say I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know the 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 situation with me that I was telling about is what makes this the scariest. If I'm sleeping and I hear them come busting through the door, or start banging on the door. The first thing I'm doing is grabbing a gun and going out there. And now they see a gun, they see me, and now we all end up. Uh, they I end up dead. Yeah, that's what I was I was saying. Telling Don, I was like, if. You either, you know, maybe they could kill, you know, a cop could get killed, which would be horrible, or maybe a cop could kill an innocent man, yeah. and he's got he's got to live with that for the rest of his life. Well, the, if in this Ron Howard documentary series that you'll see the the situation that we were talking about earlier, the cop was was uh, a little bit itchy on the trigger finger and ended up shooting and killing an innocent person there. And uh, then it turned out he had a history of of excessive violence anyway. But I mean, there's you get the wrong guy showing up at your house, and that's how it ends. Unlike the, thankfully, the professionals you had show up at your house. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you talk about the Uvalde situation. You know, you have to say, you know, those are some bad cops. But the cops who came from the Pasco County Sheriff's, I mean, they were all super cool and they're all super professional. And they were, you know, that's what takes a lot of balls to walk into a house that you don't know. You know, somebody's got to, if you think somebody might have a gun, even after we came out, you know, you can't believe me saying, oh, this is just a swatting, sir. Nobody's dead in there. And they don't know the lay of the land. They don't know what you have. I mean, you got a, you got a house, you got a barn, you got, they don't know people could be hiding. They could be holding somebody else hostage and sending you out there to tell you to, to go out and say this. I mean, there's a lot that they have to really look into before they can clear a situation. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty. That's about the most intimidating situation you could go into, a house where, you know, somebody's got a gun or they're hiding from you and laying in wait for you. Yeah. Well, it's uh, awful, but uh, I'm glad you guys are okay. Uh, you want to talk about one of the most peaceful families, too. I mean, they're just they're sitting together on their land doing doing shows together and just being nice to animals, and then all of a sudden you got a whole team of cops showing up there. Uh, well, I, you know, uh, I would really love for them to find out who did it, but it's probably some nerd <laughs> sitting somewhere and, uh, Indiana or Illinois or somewhere that you'll never end up finding out who it was. That's what I'm thinking it is yeah. probably. But hey, you know, it'd be great if they found. They probably won't. Hopefully, it doesn't happen again. I might, I might be requesting some um, ass hopper audio from you in the future. If that's possible. <laughs> uh, listen, ass hopper is always ready to come out of retirement. I, do you remember? Can I just tell you uh, that one of the most? I mean, in 1992 is when I started my internship at the Power Pig. And, and, you know, at that point in your, in your life, I don't know what, I'm dirt poor. I have no idea what I want to do for a living. One of the first things I ever saw at my first day on the job was Hawk Harrison 
wearing a Velcro suit and jumping in, sticking to a Velcro wall. And I was like, well, this is great. And then yeah. one time it was you and Dale and somebody else, and you guys were sitting in Hawk's office outside the studio, and you had a, a wall, a wad of paper rolled up in a ball, and you guys were playing like hacky sack with it, like trying to see how many times you can come up, but all while writing a bit. Like you were like, well, then what if he says this? And what if he's, and you're kicking the ball, and I'm just standing in the hallway watching you guys like a little fat nerd. And then uh, after about a half hour of kicking the ball around and finally doing it for like 20 times in a row, you get up and you're like, all right, we got it. And then you went in the room and you recorded the bit. And I thought, that's what you want to do. That's the, that's the creative process. This is a, this is when you realize this is a fun job and you got guys who are good at it. And, uh, I was like, this is definitely what I want to do for a living. Can't believe it worked out. That was the best work environment you could, you could ever ask for. And you yeah. know, it, you know, it's just really not like that anymore. It's not even close. Radio Tell me about is, it. Plus, Mike Stone <laughs> can't get more than two kicks on a hacky That's salad. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's a perfect example is that uh, when the Uvalde shooting happened, uh, Manson wrote a song for his show. Uh, you know, the, uh, when the moon hits your eye like a bee, that's a more. He did, that's a Uvalde. <laughs> and uh, somebody sent it to me, and I heard it, and I go, that's hilarious. And I realized it was you. I didn't even know it was yeah. you at the time. And I listened to it again, and it was great. And then Manson was like, you can play it. And I was like, yeah. But the fact that I mentioned dead kids, I should probably f- ask first just because that's the environment yeah. we live in now. And everybody was like, "Yeah, you know, you definitely can't play that." I don't ask about too many things. They, oh, I, I, I gotta, I gotta. We should stay away from that. Wow, gee, see how pathetic it is. How I mean, I could, probably if I look back at on on the stuff that I've done in my career, I couldn't play one thing now. No, no, and <laughs> on the and, radio. It's not. It's interesting because everybody's like, "Oh, the radio." It's not. It's not radio. It's not the company. It's the fact that so many people are so litigious and they're so afraid of everything now and everybody wants to sue everybody K-Rans. that you're like, yeah, it's yeah. the best thing to do is just to take the the smart road and just go, just as good as it is, don't play. Because you can't even be a risk taker anymore because a risk taker just means you're out of a job. You know what I mean? A risk taker just means you just lost your gig trying to be that. I'm not I'm not trying to be the next John Wayne. I just want to have a good job and put my kids through college. Trust me, I know, I know what you're talking about, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just, yeah. it, it's, I, it's, depressing because it was such a fun time and there's so many you have so much great material in you and to think now that you have to write with that in mind it hurts the creativity oh it's 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 my art my art has been totally desecrated yeah i, I do i do a thing on my a website mike's mystery mini discs and i play the old bits from the back in the day uh-huh. and i was doing i was doing i can't even say it now i was doing the f-a-h q yes. bit and the f-a-h Q M E bit. Yes. Do you remember that one with Pete the Sports Geek? I I do. Man, I'd love to hear those. I haven't heard those oh, in it, forever. It, it it was banned. You know, Harden came to me after that show, and Harden goes, "You can't play that anymore." <laughs> and so I I was I played this, you know, and I reviewed it, and it's so funny. And I got it. I edited it down. And I'm going to send it to you because I knew you'd enjoy it. Yeah, please. I'd love to hear it. And then the other, you know, one time I remember you did a, a thing one time where uh, you said a word. That wasn't dirty, but we beeped it out to make it sound dirty. And I remember Dan DiLoretto came to me and goes, hey, you can't you can't do that. And I, he goes, you can hear half the word. I go, well, you really can't because the word that you think you're hearing is not going to go tall theater of the mind. And he was like, oh, yeah, but don't do it. You know, I, go, I don't even know how to win anymore. You can't even not say the dirty word and, and not be able to do it. I don't know. You know, I don't can't believe you remember that because actually um – 
it was a chicken. It was a Ned call, and it was a chicken, chicken clucking, chicken clucking. Yes, call. chicken clucking. That was it. And, <laughs> and so I called up and said chicken clucking. Yeah, and, and he then I beeped it yeah, out. It was, and then I remember D. Loretto coming up and saying, "You can't, man. We got that down. Sounds so dirty. You cannot do that." And we we were in it. we were like, "Boom, got you, Dan." Yeah, clucking. And- and still, it was chicken clucking, but Ned said it, so he beeped it out. So it sounded like he said chicken, you know, banging. And uh, yeah. it's just so, it was so funny. Do you, do you one of my favorite things was, um, he, because Manson, if you if you don't know him as a, as a person other than the guy on the radio, is just the most, like a gentle, nice guy. And I remember when you started calling the Redneck Shop, and you, yeah. needed to, you called me in the studio, and you're like, I need you to do me a favor. I go out, and you go, I need this guy to get mad at you and start cursing. I was like, yeah, no problem. I called him up, and I just started yelling at him, and he started cursing at me, and it was a lot of Fs and plug back and forth. And we were, I looked at Manson, and he goes, good. Tom's like, all right, we're good. And you were like, yeah, I didn't have that in me. I, didn't. I was like, yeah, no problem. I got it all day. Uh, oh, man. I, it's so funny. The thing, you remember stuff like so, you remember exactly like I remember it. It's And it's so long ago. But yeah. I remember, you know, I was just like a little more meek, and I don't give it. You know, right. crap now. But I was pretty meek and mild. And I was like, you know, Mike, did you do that? And I remember you yelling at the guy in your New York accent. Yeah. The guy, he, he was so mad. I got such good audio from that. Dude, there were so many. I, there, I, I, there were so many of those things. Also, the fact that I could remember everything as long ago as I can with the detail I have makes it very hard to lie when you're saying things against me because I remember everything. I know all the. When you, if you start lying for so long, you start believing your own lies. But I remember everything. Everything the way it went down. So, uh, I'm glad that uh, your family is safe. That is a, hor- a horrible story, but you got a little good press out of it. I yeah, I mean, it went nationwide. So yeah, um, I'm just mad because I, I forgot to give you the number of the studio, and I've, I got you on the damn cell phone live on live, and it sounds like. Oh. That, but, it is, but it is the cluster F show anyway, so that's kind of par for the course. Yeah, listen, uh, uh, Manson is very talented, and uh, everybody, no matter what you think, you always know that he was one of the shining stars of, of stuff that was done. And if you like what he did and want to do, go Google Cluster F Radio, and you can uh, check out his uh, his thing on Twitch and follow it. Just I recommend you watch it after 10 o'clock. It'll be plenty of time there. <laughs> hey, hey uh, glad, glad everybody's safe. Yeah, ClusterFshow.com. Uh, I said I'm glad everybody's safe, man. It's good to catch up with you. All right, good talking to you. I'll send you that bit. Yeah, please do. Appreciate it. See you, buddy. Take care. There you go. Can you imagine? I don't even know. Imagine Whore Island. They came swatting Whore Island, and old Dean Martin opens up the door oh, in a robe, yes. and he's like, hey, police oh, officers. With his gun it. with the lock still on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have to take a quick break. Uh, I do have yes. a little bit of breaking news. Oh, no? What are you? Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the breaking news studio. Where Galvin has some breaking news. Gronk back or anything? Uh, no, but it does involve NFL. Uh, Baltimore Ravens outside linebacker Jalen Ferguson died at the age of 26, the team announced. Uh, no cause of death was given. Uh, Ferguson was a third-round pick by the Ravens in 2019, had participated in all of the team's offseason practices this year. In three seasons, Ferguson totaled 67 tackles and 4.5 sacks. Known as Sack Daddy coming out of mm. Louisiana Tech. Died at uh, 26. No uh, no cause of death given, though. Not to be confused with Chatty Daddy. Yeah, I know. Um, let me tell you that I watched a thing yesterday on TV. We knew about the... Uh, the situation, and what's that name? That hot chick, Quigley, Kate, uh, Kate Quigley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching the thing about fentanyl. Yeah. And just how much fentanyl needs to be in drugs to kill you is unbelievable. And it'll look just like regular drugs. And right. You have no idea. I, I mean, it's one of those things that I'm going to, 
I you know I know my son probably smokes pot every once in a while. I don't know if that's the deal, but anything like if you're getting your um, oxys or whatever you guys get from anybody other than a pharmacist, if you're buying them secondhand, you are now taking a whole new incredible risk in your life. Yeah, a lot of people are testing it though. They have the test kits to see whether it has fentanyl in it. Which... I mean, that's I, I tell you, that's the smartest thing to do. The smartest thing to do would be not to do it if you right, not yeah, do it, but uh, test it because it is crazy how much it takes to kill you and how much they can hide it in stuff that you have no idea was in there. I was really nervous about that because I've never done Coke. I've never done anything like that, but um, I've taken pills from people before. I've even been at, like, my mother-in-law's or my stepmother's. I'm like, you got anything from muscle relaxation on my back? It's like, you know, if you're getting them from a friend who you didn't know where that friend got him from, that's all you need to do is take one and you're dead. Yeah. Uh, Spanish with a pocket full of napkin pills. Full of, no. That was back then. That was mostly aspirin and one ecstasy yeah. that I forgot was in there. Spanish is okay because he takes straight fentanyl all these years, so he's, yeah. he's fine. He My immune up system's tolerance. pretty good. Uh, yeah. uh, Galvin has a brand new open letter. We have uh, pushed it off long enough. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll get to it. And there's some phone calls. Is Thomas still online too, Carmen? He is. All right, Thomas, if you can hold... Thomas is the lightning's lucky charm, uh, and he is the most adorable, fat-faced little kid you'll ever see. Uh, I'll try and grab him when we come back as well. Brand new open letter happens next. It's the Mike Caldas Show. This is 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to... You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.